Baruchim Abayim, and welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's program with special guests. We have with us a Rav Eagle Chaim of Shlita. Shalom Aleichem, Rav. How are you doing? Baruchim Abayim, welcome, welcome. What an honor it is to have the Rabbi once again at the headquarters. Baruch Hashem. And, uh, the headquarters. The, <laughs> the headquarters of Chazak. Not the world yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Baruch Hashem, the, the Rav is very, very well known to our audience, but uh, our minhag, our custom in Torah talks is a little bit of background of the Rav. We all know the Rav is the Rav of Yeshiva Simcha, which so much Torah sprouts out of. Uh, uh, I had the schut of doing a Torah talk with your son, Rav Asaf, very, very big chizuk. And uh, we said one of the first real Makom Torah for the Sephardic community of Queens. And uh, Baruch Hashem, today, continuing spreading the light. Baruch Hashem. I cannot complain. Baruch Hashem. Chazesh. Baruch Hashem. So, what do you want me to speak about? A little bit of background of the Rav. Background. Okay. I was... Uh, wait, where should I start? <laughs> From which age? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the Rav was born in Eretz I was Israel. born in Eretz lived in uh, the midst of the world of the Tumah, the Tel Aviv, two blocks away from the beach. Wait, so the rabbi wasn't always religious? No, no. Okay. My father had a store there, so he decided, you know, why should I commute? So he, he, he bought a house two blocks away from his store, and it's two blocks away from the beach. Right. Not thinking... Uh, <laughs> What's with the children? But we went to Yeshiva. In Tel Aviv? Yes. Tichinuch Atzmai. By the way, just as a side point, my Chavuta was a person that today is very famous. His name is Arav Moshe. Moshe Gafni. Oh, <laughs> the MK. The, the MK. He was my Chavuta for years. Oh, wow. Now he is in the Knesset and I'm in a better Knesset. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay. So we grew up and then we finished there. The Hatzmoy. While we have to fight all the Tum'ah around us, it was not easy at all. It was not easy. I grew up in a place that people used to sit on the terrace on Yom Kippur with a radio and eating publicly. Oh, okay. wow. And I'm not talking now, I'm, I'm not talking to you 60 years ago. Okay, so you can imagine. So, then we went to Yeshiva and I went to, to Yeshiva Stolin, Karni. There I decided to go to the army. Hmm. Why? Because my brothers went to the army and said, ah, I don't want to be in the, I want to go to the army. It was a big kiddush. My parents uh, didn't like it too much, but I said, I want to go. I want to go. I was a captain by my army. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> and, and 
that's why and that's where they teaching you how to be a leader and to don't give up mm, that's our topic don't give up hope okay yes <laughs> and you have a target and you have a mission and by hook or by hook you have to accomplish it wow and the general He, 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 he told us, I'm not going to get any excuses from you. Your head is on the line. Don't tell me my soldiers, my this, my that. You're the, you're the captain. You're responsible. Do it's your job. Okay. It was... And then the war... Started Yom Kippur War. I was a soldier. Uh-huh. I was a soldier. They came to pick me up from Shul at two o'clock in the afternoon. With the tzitzit, with the mazor, with the fast, I went on the bus. Oh, wow. It was something that I cannot forget. Until my last day, uh, I mean, to forget it. The driver was a person from Far Chabad, a Chabadnik. All white, that the seat is white, and that seat is on top of his head. And he's driving. And he drives. On Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, but Shabbat. Oh, wow. It was Ben-Met. What a scene. So we went uh, through this also. It was not hard. It was very painful, for, especially the first week. We lost more than uh, 1,500 people. Oh, yes. Sir. Oh, wow. It was very tough. So we were day and night until things changed. I finished my uh, three years on duty it's time not I was uh, I got my uh, all kind of badges no I got uh, a medal oh, there. Yeah. and I decided that's it I'm coming to to, to America Interesting. My family has a similar story. My uncles and my yeah. father were also in the army, and it was just so much for them. They begged me to stay. They begged me to stay in the army. They promised me the whole world. Say, I'm not staying here for one day. I don't know why. Until now, I don't know why. <laughs> I wanted to go. So we, we, we came here. Okay. And I didn't go to learn yet. My parents said, listen, you have a wife already, go to work a little bit. Make a living. Make a living. I went for a while to, 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 to 47th Street. Really? Interesting. I didn't like it at all. It was a nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare. I was looking for opportunity to get out. And I found a coil From 47th Street to Akola. To Akola. Okay, this is a chizuk to all of our 47th Street friends. Yes. 
So I went to a Satmer Koiler. A Satmer Koiler? Yeah, because I wanted to learn Alacha. And I couldn't find any Koiler. There was nothing going on back then? Nothing. Behemet Klum. Zilch. Zilch, by the way, is zero, and that's Yiddish, and that's how the Rav knows, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <Zilch. From Salman. laughs> yeah, I wind up there, the only spider dealer. The only one. <laughs> Interesting. They gave me attitude, they gave me this, but. Uh, Didn't give up hope. I'm not going to come back <laughs> off. I, I was there for 25 years. Wow. Yeah. In the Koyla. Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Uh, Borbach. Borbach. Okay. Borbach. But here, well, the, we're going to start. One day, out of nowhere, a, a, a Talmud Chacham walked into the Koyle. His name is Rav Avrum Akubalkin. Kub. Abraham. Kabalkin. He is from the people who brought out the new Shohan Aruch. And he started to talk to the Dayan Aravot. Rot. Shalom. My Rebbe. And I don't know what they're speaking about in in Yiddish. So my Rebbe called me up and says, you know, you came from Eretz soil. They want you to leave the Koilel and to go to Queens and to take care of all the Russian people coming from uh, the Bukhara. <laughs> I said, I don't know even how to chew it. <laughs> What am I going to do? I don't have a shul. I don't have a space. What am I going to do? You don't. You'll find an Eitzha. You'll find a way. They're going to help you, they said. So I was asking, who sent you to me? How did you find me over here? He says, someone that knows you in Queens and knows that you're learning over here. And it came to Rav Chaim Reinerman. He is the nephew of the Chazon Hish. And he spoke to Rav Shach. Oh, wow. And both of them said, we're sending a messenger to take him out of there and he should start with the Bukhari. So Rabbi lives in Bar Park? No. I live in Queens. In Queens, but you went to Kolo in Brooklyn. Yeah. All this was, and I, was, I still was, living in Jamaica, mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica, state Jamaica. Yes. Okay. I used to live there. Oh. And I used to give a classes on Shabbat at this house, and this house, Stamkara, you know. Started small. Started small. Now I have to move to where? To Main Street. Mm. Okay. 
Should we go? Where should we go? So, Rav Schweinsfeld, the father, yes, he gave us a place in, in the young Israel. In the young Israel, yeah. second floor there. He said, okay, you can be here. That's where we start. Wow. So the story, one time in, the second one came in, I gave Shurim over here, Shurim over there, went from a house to a house. I cash out a few of <laughs> Me, by myself. Wow. By myself. Okay. Then I said, I will die. That's too small for us. Uh, that's... <laughs> we have to buy a space for ourselves. These are immigrants. We have to keep that in mind. We're buying a building. I don't know what we're going to do. We have to have our own place. Okay. I had a few guys already uh, advanced a little bit. Okay. They called me one day, 11 o'clock at night. It's raining outside like crazy. They said, We found a house. That's where I am right now. 72nd. 72nd of Wednesday. Okay. We have to go now and see so 11 o'clock at night, people are sleeping. So, no, no, she's she, she waiting for us. Somebody wanted to buy it for himself. Right. I think it's my wife's grandfather's family. Something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Good. Okay, well, it was him, yes. yes so, seven 11 o'clock. Yeah. Should be his. Uh, yes. So he went, came into my house and said, I came to pick you up. We're going to see a house right now. Wow. I said, okay. Yalla, let's, let's go. go. I came in. I saw that house. I said, okay. How much is it? She said, listen, I want 215 I said, deal. <laughs> this took, is back then. <laughs> Today, deal for sure. <laughs> exactly. It took me 30 seconds. How much is it? I don't know. Deal with the lawyer of yours. Yalla, let's go. One, two, let's three. go. Wow, that's the way we make things happen. I like it. Amazing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how I operate. Now I told him that's going to be too small for us. You know, how about if you're going to buy another one? Next door. The next door is another machine. That's too much already. We already, we don't know how we will bring it at the money over here. Now you want to borrow this one? So listen to me. When, it, when, when, when it's on the roll, go for it. We knocked on the, the our door, was a goy. Mm. was a goy. And, and I look like that. <laughs> you know, he said, who are you? I said, oh, please, you know, I'm sorry if it's late, but we just bought this house over here next to you and it's going to be a show. <laughs> Maybe you're interested to sell. He heard the show. I said, I have to consult with my wife. Come tomorrow, I'll give you an answer. Wow. He said, by the way, how much you pay her? I said, 250. So, 
come tomorrow. Tomorrow I came. I just opened, he just opened the door and says, we have a deal. We're wow. selling. That's it. Out, it. Wow. That's how the whole deal, how it started. Wow. It was a shul. We started as a shul. Then it was immigrants. Big, huge immigration from, from Russia. They didn't know where to go. And we said we have to turn the show to be Shiva. This is in 1990s? 1992. 1992, we turned the whole show upside down. <laughs> Everything. Overnight, we brought workers. Their work, we created a, a, a classrooms. Don't ask for what we did. Crazy stuff. It was before my time, but I remember hearing about it a lot. Boys game. We had 250 boys. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Now, I have to pay for, for the, the, the building. There are being food, yeah. transportation, clothing, food, kosher food. And I work by myself. But and then I went to Eretzisor and I said, oh, so I will die. <laughs> It's a one-man show. They you know? said, you have our full blessing. Whatever you, 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 you need, we're going to help you. Don't worry. You just continue. And then we went to seminars. Yes. One after another. A lot, very costly. a lot of people came back. Very costly. Each one cost me then. The deficit was like 20,000 bucks. Wow. I'm talking 30 years ago. It's a lot more. Now today, <laughs> it was big money. And I said, no one could come and stop me. No one. Not giving up home. That's, no, that, that's what the right I don't give up. Okay. The parents, they gave me hell. <laughs> the police came. The police had a search on my house. Oh, wow. Not one time and not two times. Oh, wow. I was blamed for kidnapping. You don't know them, right? Oh, my God. Okay, good. <laughs> one time they came to my house. Second time they came to my house. They went every closet, every door. I said, oh, Maybe it's all yours. Maybe you want tea, coffee. <laughs> While you searching, oh wow! They couldn't find anything, and that's how slowly, slowly, slowly the community it grew, and it's grew growing. Barcelona, 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 many, more. I'm very inspiring, you know, for for <laughs> me on a personal level, and I'm sure everyone just the way it all started back then, and the way it's continuing. It's amazing. So like we were discussing, the topic is going to be uh, not giving up hope, to give up hope. And uh, I want to re- rewind a little bit more. The rabbi didn't touch upon this yet. Uh, a few years ago, I remember that the rabbi went through a very difficult uh, medical and, and health yeah. uh, uh, situation in yeah. life. Some people even gave up hope. There was even a message that... Uh, I didn't know about it, but that's good for me. But the rabbi stayed strong. Baruch Hashem is, the, is here with us today. Baruch Hashem. Can you please tell us more about that whole uh, yeah. scenario? Yes. 
Uh, I think, I think, personally, that I was involved very much with a kashrut. Then it took a lot of me. That's right. It was worse than the army that I was. The responsibilities and everything else, it was too much. So I, I started to feel at night that I have sweat. And that's a sign of, of a cancer. Oh, wow. But I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So, also, I feel that I'm hoarse a little bit. I went to my ENT, and he looked inside and said, I think you have some, I'll give you antibiotics. And I had to go to, to Israel. I took the antibiotics and come back. I don't feel well. I came back from, from Israel straight. I went to him again. And me going to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, oh, until I came here. <laughs> until I came here. Yeah. It took me a while. Imagine so imagine to go to a doctor. Oh, wow. I don't want to see them. <laughs> anyway, he said, let me take a look. He took a look. He told me, I have to take a biopsy. Mm. I said, well, why a biopsy? He said, I don't know. Just to be sure. Okay, he took one. It was not pleasant. He stuck something she never know. to my throat. Put it in there. He sent it to the lab. It was Erev Tisha B'Av. I will never forget this Tisha Tisha B'Av every year, the Rav is by us, giving the... I was by you there also. <laughs> you didn't know that, okay? But Friday, I got the, the results oh, wow. that I have cancer. And Sunday, I have to speak by Chazak. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nobody knew what I have, right? Same jokes and same thing. I, I kept it for, for myself. I said, I have to do a job, okay, this, I'll fight it somehow. Then they told me to take a pet skin, and then, okay, I have that, and it spreads. It spreads to my lungs, to my stomach. Okay, so I started uh, chemotherapy. Until we got there, until we found a doctor. But let me tell you what I said to the doctor. <laughs> and it's for everybody to, to learn something. I told him, are you a doctor? He says, yes. I told him, okay, I, you know, I, I told him, you know, I'm a Jew, and I have to educate you a little bit. You are not a doctor. <laughs> and he was a boy. <laughs> the doctor was a boy. A nice guy, very nice guy, but he couldn't take it. So, what do you mean, I'm a doctor? I don't listen to me. If you're a doctor, so you have to heal everybody. Are you? 
Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. It's obvious. You write that on it. So it's like that. Then the doctor is okay. He says, So who I am? So that you the messenger. So I'll pray that you the right messenger for me. Wow. But you have to understand that the doctor is out there. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> I have something to tell my wife tonight. Yeah. The next time I came, look how smart he was. So the nurse came in to check me. She said, okay, you find that the messenger will come here to see you. Wow. He, he got the message. He told everybody, he said, when I came, I'm not a doctor. We're messengers. I'm a messenger. It's true. Wow, powerful. Good. So I went through chemo. It was not pleasant at all. You should never know, but... Nobody should know that. Nobody should see it. Nobody should know that. It was a match. I couldn't walk. I took two steps. Zero. I, I, I couldn't go up the stairs. I couldn't run the stairs. I was half a person. Uh-huh. And me, I was an, I was an athlete. Math? Yeah, I, oh. I was an athlete. <laughs> I was very active. Just to overcome this, that's a fight. That's a war zone. And I used to say to myself, I'm not going to stay like this. I'm not going to stay like this. And I... Fought it every day. Every day I fought it. Didn't give up hope. Didn't give up. And I went to Shul. Yom Kippur. I got a chemo two days before Yom Kippur. I said it in my Wow. I said it in And my beard, I'm doing Gara. All the hair is in my hand. Oh, wow. I do Gara, boom. Boom, Pitonus here, and Clue. Okay, okay, you have to accept it. So now, the shul, they, they, they need me. And so I have to fast, and I fast. My doctor told me, you cannot fast, I I said, you talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> we have to find an aid, so we have to find a way. So I found a way, IV. Mm. IV on 32nd Avenue was somebody from Atzala, his name was Charles, Charles' his name. I told him, Charles, you give you, an account to the show, you put an IV, and every time you have to change it. I stood all day. Oh, wow. From morning until evening, I didn't sit maybe two, maybe two times. And the IV is here, in my hand. And that's how I have to perform. Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Wow. For the people to see, if there is a will, there's a way. There is a way. You don't give up. You don't break. This I don't like. If something, if you wanted to say, Rabbi Chaimov, don't, don't like it. I don't like quitters. 
Mm. I don't like it. Oh, no, powerful like message. It. So it was a mindset. The Rav had a mindset, mindset. not to give up. Mindset, no matter what it means. My family, I see my kids, you know, they're afraid. It's prayers and hello. It's not in our hands. We have to have a spirit. Strong. Hashem, Hashem is here. Don't worry. If I have to stay, I'll stay. If not, not. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Powerful outlook. Huh? Powerful. The, the mindset, the, the machshava, the thoughts. But uh, I, I, I told my kids, but uh, I'm not going anywhere yet. Ah, love it. Amazing. So, 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 so imagine an individual that's not going through a health uh, situation or, or medical issue. They might be going through financial difficulties, family harmony issues, or children issues. Does this mindset... One thing well. you have to know, it's an obstacle, it's a challenge, and if Hashem chose you, meaning you're capable. If you're not, why should Hashem give you something that you're not capable? So everybody has to understand, if you have a difficulty, child, marriage, work, whatever it is, if Hashem sent the tone, you, the same way that you know, let's say you have a flat attire, and you don't have a check, and you have a son five years old, and say, my dear son, do me a favor, can you pick up the car until <laughs> I change the set? When a person starting to complain, it's like they saying to Hashem, Hashem, why did you send me such an obstacle? I'm, I'm five years old. I cannot leave the car. What? That's what Hashem does? Hashem will never do that. Hashem only gives us the difficulty. Hashem gave you the difficulty because you're the only one who can take it. Ah, powerful. Wow. True, 100%. That's the way to look at things. Yes. Ah. So nothing. It's on the counter. Right away, we started and said, why me? Maybe I did this. Hashem wants to punish me. Hashem wants to show you how much koach you have. Why punishment? Why are you going to punishment? Why? It's like picking up weights. Once you exactly. Once a certain amount, you put more. Certain in amount, Hashem will give you more and more. And this will make you a mensch. A person, if he wants to be weight, weight, Lift her. <laughs> Don't tell her. <laughs> Nothing will come out of him. Okay? Actually, we're all looking to lift pen all day long. Even your, even your organization, if you don't have obstacle, you're not what you are today. By the way, we have a lot of obstacles. Don't worry. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> and I'm happy for you. <laughs> I've been, I've we have a lot of challenges, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. If not, I'll suspect you there's something wrong. Right now, I'll tell you. I'll suspect you there's something is not kosher over here. We have a lot of obstacles. Very good. I know that. Yes, I know there are. I know that. Very well what goes up. And I pray that you're not caving. 
We pray for no difficulties in life, but if the difficulties come, then we have the ability to overcome them. Yeah. That's what they're obviously saying. Yes. Obviously, we shouldn't pray, please give me... No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But if it comes, meaning mm-hmm. Hashem wants to show you that there are few things that you didn't yet reveal about yourself. Mm-hmm. Imagine a person came over here for a mission, and he left this world not using even one of one tool that Hashem gave him to fulfill the mission. Wow. What, a what a waste. waste. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste. 100%. Um, Rabbi, you're saying very, very sweet words and powerful words and true words. Let me say to you Piece, okay? yes, of course, we're, we're talking Torah. We had this is great. We know that 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 it, were, it came to a point that the Talmudim told them, until when? Why are you taking such an abuse today? They're going to say, she is abusive. She's this, is that. Okay, <laughs> okay, I can see it. I can see it. But he, surprisingly enough, he went and every time she gave him hell, he bought her a gift. And the Talmudim says, Instead of taking care to to bending to give her a gift and the back home, what are you doing? He said, "Okay, we'll discuss it." One day she gave him Chavivi Mishaberach, a long one, and the him, said, "That's it." At Khan, finito. He said, "Okay, okay, but I have to go to the so I'm I'm coming back." He went to Saxifanio. And he bought her because who knows how much he paid. He said, that's for my wife. What's the matter? The Gemara said that he told them that they know she made a lot at Baneno Letamud They raise our children. They raise our children. And she takes them to the Yeshiva. She's not resisting this from And we don't have any, any, any problem when it comes between me and her intimacy life. There is no problem over there. She don't let me do abonot outside. Cooking, laundry, not on the agenda. My rabbi years ago, he said, that's the, the rules of the Gemara. I want to add into it. Okay? Very good. Sure. He said, he gave her a gift. Why? Because of her, he became a priya. If she will not going to put any weight on him, he will not be what he is. How do you know how much patience you have? Your wife. <laughs> and kids. Yeah, for sure. When you were in the yeshiva, right? 
Did you know how much patient you will have? No. No. Life was good. We're ah. sitting and learning. It's fun. Uh, Amazing. Uh, close the book. Yeah. The book is closing. Come on. So bedtime really shows me how much patient. Right? <laughs> you take the, the stender from here to there. He's not coming back here. <laughs> right? <laughs> so somebody has to challenge you. The more you challenge, the more you know who you are. So Rabkhiya had completely different approach, outlook, outlook on the situation. He said, she is my trainer. Meaning Hashem sent her to let me know who I am. And that's why Yaakov and Esau Achim won't leave me because if you're going to leave me I'm not going to be Yaakov we need uh, the pressure of Esau in order to be Yaakov wow Rabbi Chaim Rabbeinu Chizuk Mamash amazing inspiration unbelievable I wish we could go on and on and on forever, but uh, our time is up. Um, no, no, no. But we have one last, uh, yeah. one last. Uh, you know, we have a custom. I mean, not yeah. in Torah talks, which is one final message. Even though, you know, Daino, <laughs> right? But if we could get one more uh, last piece, of gem, we would okay. appreciate. I'm looking at the camera. I'm talking to the audience. Okay. We're looking this way also. And I want to say to everybody, I was not once, maybe twice, maybe at the, at the, at my army days also, I saw death few times in my life. Okay? I want to say Everybody, every obstacle that you have in life. You have to talk to yourself and you have to appreciate yourself. And you have to know, you, all of us, we are the children of Hashem. We have the Shambas that come from Hashem. We are so strong, we don't know how strong we are. And that's the crisis. How can we say that Hashem is weak? The moment that I'm looking at myself as a weak person, right? you declare that Hashem is also weak. You have an Ishama from HaKadosh Baruch How can you be weak? How can you give up? You can overcome any obstacle. Why? Because you are part of God. And that's the message to all of us. Okay? Yes, life now is not easy. We see things that we never saw in our entire life. But we're not going to cave in. We cannot cave in because we are, when, we, when you see this, you know how strong we are. Okay? We'll pass through this. And to you, I have to say. <laughs> Back to me, eh? <laughs>
my dear, you know that I care very much. You are in my heart always, and you're doing Avodat Kodesh. Sometimes you already fire coming up to him and say, you know what, it, it's too much already, right? I have a wife, I have kids, I have this, other. all the terutzim we have. We have no terutzim. You can do it. You did it. And you're doing a very nice job. Oh, Hashem, just um, the beginning of it. We didn't do much more. I'm <laughs> very proud of you guys. Very proud. Oh, Hashem. Hashem should give you more koach. Amen. And more koach. Amen. To continue and to never give up. What amazing Torah talk. I, on a personal level, got a lot of chizuk inspiration from it. Natan Behar behind the camera is nodding his head. He does a lot of these as well. Very, very inspiring. Thank you very much to the Rav. Thank you. Continue spreading the light, changing people's lives. Unbelievable. Amen. 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 Uh, special shout out to Tony Time for holding our platform along with all the other podcasts at 8.30 yeah. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Chazak Torah Talks every single week. Special guests. And uh, daily giving.org. A dollar day goes very far away. We encourage everyone to check it out. And until uh, next time, thank you very much. And Wow. <laughs>